0: Greetings, so glad you could join me today. Do I have a message for you? I'm excited about bringing this word. This message is in the form of a question, and I believe it will be answered as we progress with the message. Here's the title. What does it mean to behold the Lamb? Before we get into this, let me start with a story. One morning, a group of settlers awakened to find that a blizzard had blown through their village, and every fire in every home had gone out. Matches were soaked, and no one could light a fire to warm their homes. Suddenly, a cry rang out through the village. Look, cried a young man, pointing to a cabin on the hill with smoke curling up from the chimney. There's fire on yonder hill, he exclaimed. Men grabbed buckets, filling them with their own dead coals. They climbed the icy slope and one by one placed their cinders next to the burning coals in the little cabin. Then they returned home to light their own fires by the living coals from the fire on the hill. What a beautiful story. What a beautiful ending to the story. But I want to introduce you to another hill. And this hill is the hill where the fire forever burns come climb with me toward mount calvary and place your own cold embers next to the eternal flame stand at the foot of the cross and behold the lamb of god john the baptist echoed these words in john chapter 1 verse 29 the bible says the next day john saw jesus coming toward him and said behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This was a moment in time that shifted focus away from John and onto Jesus. And John declared the purpose for which Jesus came. He said, Behold, look upon the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Later on, When it comes to the end of Jesus' earthly life, as he's nailed to the cross, that is where everything culminates and comes together. The purpose for which he came, dying for the sins of the world. Now I want you to imagine that you are standing at the foot of the cross. Look up now at Jesus. He's dangling from two stakes of hood. Gaze at his face. See the patches of raw flesh where his beard had been ripped. His beautiful face was marred, it was spoiled, it was ruined. Bruises swell on lips and cheeks. Streams of blood spill from beneath the thorns that pierce his brow. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 53. Verse 3. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Listen, his appearance was disfigured beyond that of any man, and his form marred beyond human likeness. Like no one like one from whom men hide their faces. But please, don't hide your face. But fall on your face before him. Get close to him so that you can almost reach the falling blood drops and allow it to fall the palms of your hands. Reach out and touch his bleeding wounds. Press your face against his trembling feet. And never let him go. What a sight to behold if you were physically present there. You see, dear friend, if we really want to appreciate the Lamb of God, we need to appreciate the sacrifice. We need to appreciate what he went through for us. In this moment on the cross, darkness descends. During this time, a dark mess came falling down upon him. What is this ugly filth? It is the gruesome weight of sin. Indeed, according to what the Bible says in Isaiah 53, verse 6, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way and the lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all the iniquity of us all the iniquity of the sin the sin of all of mankind was laid upon jesus when he hung on the cross the bible says in the book of second corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 i want you to listen to what the bible says in second corinthians chapter 5 Verse 21, the Bible says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. He became sin for you and me. He was not a sinner, but he became sin. He became the sin bearer. He took your sin and my sin and the sin of the entire world upon himself when he was crucified to the cross. What a man Jesus was and what a man Jesus is. Charles Spurgeon said this, No vision, ghastly and grim, can be so terrible to the spiritual eye as the hideous loathsome thing called sin and this is what jesus experienced experienced the toxic forth of the lust of man the hatred the murder of man spewed all over him spewing all over him the fangs of all kinds of sexual perversions and abuse and addictions sink into him like the poisonous fangs of a snake all of this on the cross upon jesus christ for you and for me yes we need to behold the lamb to appreciate the sacrifice we need to behold the cross to appreciate what jesus experienced for you and me the bible says no greater love than this than a man that would lay down that would lay down his life for his friends this talks about jesus he laid down his life voluntarily for you and for me on the cross of calvary i want to reiterate and repeat this what a man what a savior our lord jesus christ taking our sin upon himself what does it mean to behold the lamb what does it mean to be to truly behold the lamb It means when you and i value and appreciate the cross of jesus christ then we truly behold the lamb when we place his sacrifice in such high esteem that everything else fails in comparison the key to a life of fire is to behold the lamb of god if you want to see revival and a passion for Jesus in your life. If you want to see revival and a passion for Jesus in this generation, you must keep the lamb of God on the altar of your heart. You must keep the lamb of God on the altar of the church. The Bible says in the book of Leviticus 6 verse 13, a fire shall always be burning on the altar. It shall never go out. The Lamb of God upon the altar of the cross. Did you hear what I said? The Lamb of God upon the altar of the cross is what you and I need to view. When we view the Lamb of God upon the altar of the cross, our hearts will be ignited. Our hearts will be broken. Our hearts will be stirred. And we will come to a place where we will say, Lord, I will do anything for you because of what you did for me. You see, he died for you. Oh, yes, I described to you the price that he paid. So because he paid a great price for you and for me, and because he died for you and me of a broken heart, you and I, we need to live for him. We need to come to a place where we would say, it's all or nothing. I will live for you, Jesus, no matter what it will cost me. I will fully surrender my life to you, no matter what it will cost me, because of the price that you paid for me. I won't trade you for anything in this world, for anything in this life. I'm willing to do anything for you because of the price that you've paid for me. If you want to be baptized into his love, if you really want to be passionately awakened to who Jesus really is, you must view the Lamb of God on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He was the Lamb of God slain for you and me. Charles Spurgeon, he shares this about the glory of the Lamb. And he says jesus still bears the scars and marks from the cross on his glorified body in heaven he stands as a lamb as though it had been slain these are more than mere scars they are like medals of glory still embedded in his body and announcing the message of his grand sacrifice on the cross jesus went from wearing a cruel crown of thorns to wearing a golden crown of glory from robes dipped in blood to a kingly robe of splendor from a mock scepter in his hand to a scepter of authority from the insults of men to the worship of angels from the fault of sin to the beauty of holiness See his hair see his head and hair once soaked in blood now dazzling white as snow see the one whose eyes stung and dipped drop blood Tears of sorrow now blazing like fire, like flames of torches. See the face, once swollen and raw from patches of his beard, torn out, now his face shines brighter than the sun in all its brilliance. See his body, once stripped naked, now clothed in eternal majesty. See his hands pierced, now bleeding infinite splendor. Feet, once spiked to a stake of timber, now gleaming like burnished bronze. His side once pierced, and now hear him say, This wound in my heart is for you. What love for you and me. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Yes, for our transgressions. Yes, for our iniquities. Yes, for our sins. He took the punishment for us. That wound is still there. And out of that wound projects glory and victory accomplished for you and for me. Every wound bleeds glory. Hallelujah. From victim to victor, from worm to warrior, from humiliation to glorification, from torture to triumphant, from degradation to exaltation. From a lowly bleeding lamb to a glorified lion lamb. He's the one from whom glory flows. Glory that flows from him and through him and back to him. He's the central sun in the universe. He's the dazzling one. He's the outstanding one. He's the chandelier of heaven. He's the wellspring of eternity. He's the fountainhead of glory. He's the worthy lamb of God. So let us behold the lamb. If you've never yet to be held the Lamb of God, you have an opportunity right now to behold Him. What must you do? You must look away from every other aspect of life. Look away from your own shortcomings. Look away from what man says and look to Him and recognize the price that He paid for you. Yes, you, a sinner in need of salvation. He laid down his life for you. What do you need to do? You need to surrender to the Lamb of God. And when you do that, he will take residence in your heart. He will change your heart and he will transform you from a sinner into a saint. And eternity will take residence in your heart. Isn't that what you need? Isn't that what you want? A life surrendered to Jesus Christ. Only way for you to have eternal life Is a life surrendered to Jesus. I want to encourage you right now. Give your life to him. By saying this prayer. Lord Jesus Christ. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I'm sorry for what I have done. I now invite you. To come into my heart. Come into my life and become the lord of my life i will love for you because you died for me thank you jesus hallelujah if you pray that prayer you are now a born again believer a child washed in the blood of the lamb i want to encourage you continue to behold the lamb if you want to stay in this fight of faith keep your eyes on jesus is the author and finisher of your faith and for you dear believer continue to gaze upon the sacrifice of jesus christ on the cross and this is the key to a life of fire amen till next time god bless you